Welcome to the Broken Sun. folks and welcome to specters of a broken sun season two of the stories of a broken sun podcast this is an actual play tabletop role-playing game podcast we're using scum and villainy by strass asimovic and john labouf little a forged in the dark role-playing game available from evil hat games here in our second season you have already gotten to meet all of our characters and players through these zero acts but let's take a moment to introduce our players one more time, along with their characters, as we begin. First off, I'm joined today by Michael Blood. Howdy, everybody. It's me, Mike. I go by Gusser Blood on Twitter, and for the purposes of Season 2, I'll be playing Slip, a mystic with no face and really weird eyes. It's good to have you back. We are also joined by Velvet. Howdy, everyone. I'm Velvet. You can find me on the interwebs at OG Brown Sugar. And for Season 2, I'll be playing Augustus whom you'll run to run to. We can certainly hope they'll try. And finally today, we are joined by Keekers. Hi everyone, it's Keekers, and I'm back as well. Uh, I go by Be A Space Cat on a lot of different internet websites, and you can probably try to find me anywhere. Like, where's Waldo? Anyway, this season I am playing CD uh, using the playbook The Stitch, aka kind of like a medic type of character. And, um... Oh boy, I'm so happy we're all here. I am as well. And that I is me, Matt, also known as ARP. I'm your friendly guide here and will be helping to construct this world and narrative with the players. Now, season two is going to be perhaps somehow even less linear than season one was because uh, this game system uses player input a lot more than Fate did. It runs on it to a great extent. So with that in mind, we are going to launch into our first uh, mission here, and we're going to use a starting situation. Now, starting situations are things that are put together for each type of ship or each type of crew, well, each type of ship actually, in this system. And you start in the middle of a job just to jump right into the action and see how the characters and the players gel or don't and uh, what it is that they are dealing with in this situation. So you are currently, the three of you, on a mid-layer. So you're about halfway between the core and the hull of the sun. Do I have anything in my special compartment? Hmm, I don't know. We'll have to find out. If you do, oh. it could be something you might declare as load once this comes ooh, up. Ooh, special secret. Or maybe you'll need to use a flashback. So if you listen to the Zero Acts, you're familiar with how Forged in the Dark systems work. If not, a quick rundown. A Forged in the Dark game uses players that have, um, you, you get a playbook, and each playbook has three attributes, insight, prowess, and resolve. Each attribute has four actions beneath it. So insight has doctor, Hack, Rig, and Study. Helm has Scramble, Scrap... No, sorry. Prowess has Helm, Scramble, Scrap, and Skulk. And Resolve has Attune, Command, Consort, and Sway. And uh, players, characters, will have a certain number of dots in each of those actions. And that will determine how many dice they roll when they need to roll those dice for that action. When you roll, you are going to have a position and an effect. And your position is going to be controlled, risky, or desperate. And your effect is going to be limited, standard, or great. And uh, depending on your position and effect, the outcome will be different. So those uh, are the basic rules of the game. Players and their characters have different abilities. And you can declare load as you go through a mission, which means you can just say, I have this thing, so long as it does not count too much against your total load. 
With that said, you are on this middling layer, so you're in a sort of area that's not as run down as it is out in the outer edges, but certainly there's no life support here and things aren't super great. The three of you are in the middle of a mission. You have been hired by one of the uh, civilian factions to return an artifact to them in the simulation. But as we recall, most things in the simulation have some type of physical component. So if you have some type of super weapon in the simulation, you must have some type of physical component of that in the real world, sort of like an amiibo, if you will. So is it like if let's say it's a super weapon, it's like some sort of gigantic like submachine gun and in real like physical life it's like got that little plastic pedestal with like a little figure of the it's like machine gun you kind of like attach to your like shoulder or something and then it's like oh now i'm equipped pretty much it doesn't have to be as uh, obvious as that in the real world it may not literally be a machine gun it might just be like some type of usb dongle that you plug in but that's the general idea I I like the idea of just all these people walking around with just these little figures stuck to them (laughs) so that they're eventually covered and just look ridiculous. Yes, they certainly would look ridiculous in that case. If anything's going bad, listeners, just imagine that. That might help. (laughs) So we open in on you in the simulation. You have attained the item you were required to get and uh, you're not entirely sure what it is because it is currently sealed and it is expected to be delivered that way if you wish to get paid ah so like an unopened loot box pretty much yes some type of loot box perhaps now this should have been an easy delivery you go and you pick up the item and you smuggle it through the layers to the delivery drop point and then get it into the sim and drop off the physical item with your client. Your client is a diplomat named XL. You may recall that they are one of your uh, crew contacts, XL the diplomat. XL works for the faction. Uh, Let's see, which one is it? XL is a diplomat working with the Solar Workers Union, a tier four faction in the criminal and civilian umbrella. You have worked with them before. They like you well enough. Um, In particular, they have worked with Slip most recently. They are a constant thorn in the side of the Solar Free State and the corporate overall faction, and they are quick to call bosses and leaders on abuses of workers' rights. And they are at this point the only group still trying to enforce anything like workers' rights in the sun. Their goal is, uh, well, it should it should be fairly obvious. So you're holding this loot crate, and in the real world, it's just basically a little keychain with a cat on it. Sorry, CD has been constantly, like, tapping the cat back and forth, kind of, like, batting at it with one finger. <laughs> okay, so you have made it to the drop point, and XL has sent someone to pick it up for you. Now, the drop point is a public location. You are in... Well, you're in a bar. Bars exist here in the simulation because you can simulate uh, taking different substances. And of course, you can simulate the social atmosphere of a bar, which is why a lot of people would come somewhere like this at the end of a workday. It is not currently the end of the workday, but it's getting there. You've gone to the back table, a booth where you were meant to meet with your contact. What kind of load were you all carrying on this mission? It was a smuggling mission, so you had to slip in and out quietly. Probably light. Yeah, uh, probably light. Okay. How about Augustus? Always light. Good. Okay. You slip into the booth across from your contact. Your contact is uh, an individual who you know from when you got hired by XL. The way you would know this person is that they have large uh, bug eyes on their face and they have a set of mandibles around their mouth. So that would be the distinguishing feature. They're wearing a robe, and uh, the robe has that sort of beetle shell sheen on it. And their mandibles normally would be clicking and clacking as their eyes glittered, except uh, there is a hole in the chest of these robes, and this insect person avatar is dead. Just in public? Just chilling? Dead? They're just sitting here in the darkened booth at the back of this bar, fully dead. Anyone alarmed by this, or are we just the the only three people here? 
It's kind of the middle of the afternoon. There's not much going on right now. There's maybe one um, or two other people in the bar. Um, like, CD, like, quickly, like, moves and, like, I don't know how exactly they're going to doctor this person, but kind of, like, do the equivalent of check their robot vitals or... They are dead. Yep. You go and check their vitals. Uh, you know, you would recognize that in the simulation, their vitals would present as humans would, and they are not there because this person is dead. Can I determine, like, cause of death or time of death with a doctor insight check? So you want to attempt to examine the digital corpse? Yes, this is my job. Okay, that's perfectly fine. And you said you want to do that with doctor. I am a doctor. Yeah, you're in a risky position here because uh, obviously you are in public with a dead body that you were here to meet. And uh, if anybody notices the three of you in this bar with your mysterious box and a dead body, that could be bad. So you're in a risky situation and you will have standard effect on this as you are a doctor and you are examining a body, which is a thing you are very practiced with. So uh, as usual, if you wish, you may add... I dice just, by pushing yourself or getting a help or whatever, but you've already rolled. Uh, yeah, I already and rolled. And you got yourself a five on your doctor check here. So it is clear to you, uh, you know, you, you do it. You're able to determine that uh, this person is is dead. That's for sure. The time of death is within the past two hours. It is difficult okay. to tell exactly when beyond that. And uh, let's see, you go to determine more about what may have caused this wound, but as you do, your, your implement, implements, your implements touch the edge of the wound and a buzzer sounds as it would in the board game operation. That is the result of your mixed success. Now you may attempt to uh, resist this if you wish. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I will try to resist because obviously one of the many things in CD's horde is a game of operation. Hmm. So in the like 300 plus years, they've gotten really good at playing it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now, um, you can resist this yourself or someone else who is here and narratively makes sense could also resist this consequence. So keep that in mind going forward. You don't have to resist your own consequences. You can resist someone else's consequences on their behalf if you can tell me how that works. I, I could do it. How would you be doing that, do you think? I think maybe while CD was trying to be a bit more physical with the body, the slip was absentmindedly observing in, uh, in a more psychic way and saw the buzzer coming. See, I thought that they were going to scream, a blood-curdling scream the same time as CD. Might just do that anyway. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so this is a, let's see, what is it? This is an insight resistance role. So you can determine between the two of you, which of you wants to do the insight resistance role. Well, I tell you what, uh, Slip is not very insightful. I have more uh, insight skills. I've got two pips in doctor and one pip in rig and study. So... I don't want to step on the doctor's toes, so. So if you look down the left side of that blue line there, that shows that you've got a dot in three different actions under insight, which means that your insight rating is three. Okay. So if you wish to resist with your insight, click on the word insight, and this will just be your experience with the game operation and a sudden gut feeling. So do I get bonus dice from help? It's one extra bonus, correct? Uh, not for resistance. Oh, okay. Never mind. Ooh, six. Hey. So you suffer six stress minus the highest die result, which is a six. When you roll a critical okay. on resistance, clear one stress. Uh, unfortunately, you have rolled a critical here, but you don't have any stress to clear. But uh, this does not cause you any stress either. So you are moving your Good. implement to check this. And as you're about to touch the edge, you have this uh, flashback to the last time you played uh, Operation hunched over the board alone in the dark in your quarters, surrounded by your clutter. Many, many a Friday night has been spent this way. <laughs> and that damnable buzzer went off and just ruined your evening. And you pause, but you notice that there is some type of booby trap on this digital 
body and it was you were just able to avoid it fortunately so the buzzer does not go off but uh, in your ministrations of this uh, body you do risk drawing attention soon if you don't all figure out what you're going to do with it huh okay well uh it looks like somebody here tried to put a little trap in here for me maybe they knew i'd be here or someone else would go stick in their hands in the wound um my uh associates how about we uh beat a hasty retreat and they point out outside slip fleeces the uh digital body what does that entail i want to look for aside from engaging the wound i would like to pickpockets so to speak okay so as you are uh doing this this will be uh, what action do you want to do with this you're fleecing at them what action do you think fits here skulk sure makes sense uh so you can roll your skulk you are still in a risky situation but it hasn't gotten worse just yet and your effect will also be standard you'll find something if it's there sounds good all right you got a six Woo. okay so you pat down the uh corpse you go over it with your are you physically patting at it, or, or what are you doing with? Uh, with yeah, this? just in the hustle of it, I don't even think to like touch him with touch the body with my mind. So I just rush over there and start picking at clothes and whatnot. <laughs> okay, so in the robes, you do find your payment, so that's good. Uh, you are able to get your payment of, uh, I believe it was three cred for this Ooh, mission. Wee. All right. So that's exciting. You find your payment, uh, but there's still a dead body here, and more people are starting to enter the bar as the shift lets out at nearby factories and code houses and so on and so forth. You're in the middle levels. Um, hmm. So CD is going to take note of the fact that Slip is uh, rifling through this person's uh, self and kind of start looking around. And, um, I mean, they have a good alibi if someone has caught them because it's like, I, I am a doctor. I saw that this person was, uh, not awake or, you know, not conscious and then that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. But, um, hmm. I think that at this point, CD is like muttering under their breath, some sort of weird, like, prayer in a sense like it's almost like the i resolve you of your sins sort of prayer that catholic priests will uh say f for the dead but it's it's not necessarily catholic it's just uh, or any religion it's just sort of off cd's own uh brand of cd uh religion <laughs> cd is performing some type of rites Yes, basically, like, and quietly, and trying to not draw attention, because obviously the other two didn't listen to them about beating a hasty retreat. Okay, so you are muttering your rights over this body that uh, Slip has just finished uh, robbing, and you notice, well, I don't know if you notice this, you hear from the bar people's voices raised in what sounds like a heated discussion right over at the bar. So I hear with my, my really big doggo ears. Yeah, your jackal ears pick up the sound of all of you would hear this. Uh, there's people, an argument is starting up at the bar. So my big doggo ears like swivel back and back and forth like, oh. What does Augustus do when they notice this sound? The argument at the bar. Augustus, are you back? Yep. I'll move to intercept. I was probably moving to try to intercept anyone that might come in through anyway while they were dealing with the body. Okay. At the bar, you see that the voices that are raised belong to a group of guards from the Hull Patrol. Now, the Hull Patrol is a military group. They are beat cops with assault rifles, and uh, their job is supposedly to keep peace, uh, but generally their job is mostly hassling poor people. And here, uh, a group of them are having an argument with what looks to be a group of, you know, just regular working folk. Uh, you'll also notice that while this argument is going on, as you're making your way over to the bar to intercede, you see that at another table, there are a group of people starting to eye up the booth in the back where your compatriots are with a dead body. What do the people look like who are eyeing the booth? A little bit shady, but not 
is tough to say if they're just like regular shady because they're tired at the end of a long day's work or if they're like criminally shady or if they're like narc shady. It's hard to say. They look slightly untrustworthy. Are they also like ripoffs of different Star Wars aliens? Uh, these the, the ones that are eyeing up the booth are just standard looking humans. Okay. Pale skinned, uh, light haired. One's got bright red hair. The other has blonde hair. The one with blonde hair is wearing a headband. Uh, the headband has some uh, some Chinese characters on it that, if any of you speak Chinese, don't actually mean anything. They're just there as decoration. Very respectful. Can I hear then the? Oop, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, if you translated it, it would say something like "foot" and "grapefruit." Something along those lines, Augustus. Uh, can I hear the specifics of the argument, or is it just general harassment? It sounds like they're just, uh, from where you are now, it sounds like just general harassment. Uh, it's, it will be difficult to tell without getting right over there, though. Things are starting to get a little louder here as people filter into the bar at the end of, the, end in, end of their shifts. Slip sidles up next to Augustus. Looks like there's going to be a bar fight. It'd be crazy if somebody went down in the bar fight. Oh no, a bar fight. Well... You know, in this case, it seems that the Hulk Patrol is outnumbered, given the other folks in the back there. Maybe we should get them involved. I think that's an excellent idea. Okay. How are you getting involved here? How are you acting on this idea? Uh, just, I think I, Slip will hop up on the bar. Everyone turns to look. Look then, my fellow yeoman, how the jack-booted thugs continue to oppress the working minority. Shall we turn them out of this place of our refuge? Well, let's see how people react here. Um, what kind of action do you think that is you're rolling? Definitely sway. Okay. Uh, is anyone going to help out here? This is in a s situation where one of you could assist. I'll assist with my sway. Well, if you're going to assist, that's just uh, when you do an assist. What's the role here? Assist a teammate. Good. It doesn't have any explanation. Uh, the assist gives plus one die to uh, slip, but I believe you take... One stress. One stress to assist. And you tell me how you're assisting. Yeah, I'll take the stress to assist. You know, I look pretty posh. So I think I'll assist by, you know, shouting for the halls, for the whole patrol's assistance, and then cowering behind the, the counter or something. Okay. So you're acting as like the, the opposite end here. Yeah. Slip is calling for the workers to revolt, and you're doing that. Oh, how oh, no, poor pedestrian. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so let's roll your sway. You can also push yourself or ask for a doubles bargain. Those are all always options open to you if you want more dice. So I'm going to push myself for great effect. Okay, so you're still in a risky situation here. But can we make that desperate? I think if things go badly here, it will be. Understood. It's currently going to be risky great because you've pushed yourself. Okay. Good thing I did. <laughs> good thing. Good thing I did. <laughs> Okay, so you've rolled two ones and a five. Um, so fortunately, the five is the thing that counts. An anti-crit, if you will. And it's a good thing you got that, uh, that assistance, yeah. So this is, this is going to make your situation worse. You succeed in getting a couple of people to stand up and be like, yeah, uh, no cops in the bar. And one of them picks up a bottle and uh, smashes it at the edge of the table to make a, a makeshift weapon. You can see that they're also carrying a sword as part of their avatar, so why they decided that they were going to break a bottle, whatever. For the culture. Yeah, you know, just for the lulls, just for the effect. Uh, and the Hull Patrol immediately start reaching for, uh, two of them reach for truncheons that have uh, electricity crackling at the edges. They're wearing these like half helmets that cover up their eyes and nose with a black visor. And they have like a armored vests on that are in the colors blue and white. So I guess they... Hmm blue and white armored vests that have numbers on them like barcodes and then those helmets that cover up half their faces. They got their truncheons out and uh, the, the electricity is crackling at the end and uh, the last one pulls out a gun and fires it into the air, uh, which causes some people to flinch, but the guy with the bottle uh, rushes forward as do a few other people and you are now in a desperate situation because this is the middle of a bar fight and at least one person has a gun out but you started a bar fight but you're in a bar fight the idea excellent all right but we're dipping though right we're not helping out <laughs> can i just say like i know that this is like not D, &D but as a free action can cd take some alcohol and like throw it at themselves <laughs> 
Um, I mean, you can. <laughs> That's what CD does Wait, because just a little ritual yeah. before combat. <laughs> it's for totally good luck. Makes sense. Because immediately CD is like, okay, so they like take a swig really quickly and like get some on themselves so that it will be like, hey, I was just here drinking and this happened, plausible deniability. And then um, they throw it on the ground and just say, viva la revolution and dash out <laughs> i couldn't say that in an in accent in their accent sorry that's 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 just fine absolutely for the best so uh do we have to do i have to roll for the running part we will get to that very shortly okay so we could just say that once this starts breaking out cd just grabs like a bottle of beer drinks some splashes some on their face and then smashes the beer bottle on the ground just like drops it forcefully okay you do that as you have as you have said and uh the question then becomes how do you want to get out of here i have started a four tick clock that you can see on the roll 20 page there is currently empty and your goal at the moment is to bug out escape now um you know about group actions right Sure do. So that is an option for here. You are, as we said, in the middle of a bar fight. So because, uh, Slip, you leaped up onto a table, you did make yourself a bit of a target. And one of the Hull Patrol guards rushes at you and attempts to stab you in the leg with their cattle prod. And that'll be a uh, level two harm uh, electrocuted. Well, I don't want that. Oh, well. I guess you're going to have to do something about it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I will. Okay. What are you going to do about it? Uh, just execute the timeless maneuver of bottle in face. All right. So this is a prowess resist. Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Roll your prowess. That's fine. I got a three. Okay. So you take three stress and instead you take the uh, level one harm shocked. What does this look like as you deflect the, uh, the full power of the blow? Fully not expecting that I would be, I was expecting to be shot at and not truncheoned. So I was aiming at first at the guy with the gun and then I didn't see the other guy coming quick enough. So I, I don't really throw the bottle. I lamp him with it, but he still manages to catch me as I tumble off the bar. Okay. So you've fallen behind the bar. Uh, you're, you're a little shaky from being shocked. So that'll be less effect for, you know, physical stuff at the moment. Uh, and how about the rest of you? Let's see. So CD, you were still, were you still in the back booth, CD? CD had started to like move up behind them a bit, but was still more towards the back. But now that they have smashed the bottle and the, all that and said, Viva la Revolution, CD starts selling, uh, yelling, Viva la France! with the horrible pronunciation that I have myself, because obviously they're not French and have mm. never taken French, right. but um, like myself. And then... Um, they're into the aesthetic of it. it pr pretty much. And then um, they start belting out part of the music from Les Mis. Good. <laughs> <laughs> basically trying to appear completely inebriated and out of it as they can. And then like slip is a little hurt and fell. And then uh, yeah, slip slip fell behind the bar. So CD is going to like go and grab slip. And as they sing lay Miz, like try to pick them up like, part of the um of which song trying to figure out so that it's like some sort of weird operatic tableau of like they're my injured friend oh gosh which not... uh bring him home clearly yeah bring him home <laughs> <laughs> because cd is just completely nuts so like they go over the bar and pick slip up and start saying bring him home sorry for any sing or people that like music there sorry okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry for people who like music <laughs> um yeah the cop shoots at you yeah of course, <laughs> of course <that. laughs> obviously <laughs> yeah, the one with the gun turns and sees this singing drunkard 
dragging away the person who incited a riot in the middle of a bar. You forgot to mention furry drunkard. Yep. <laughs> well, you know. I want to specify. Uh, you know, the, uh, yes. It's because that you're it's because you're a furry that you're being shot at. <laughs> exactly. Uh, hmm. Because you're uh, you know, on the other side of the bar, you've got some cover. So this also, would be like, what if they tried what if it glanced off CD's big ridiculous necklace? Maybe, we'll see. Yeah. So they fire at you because you've got some cover and you're moving and there's chaos. This will be a level two harm. Uh, we'll just say level two harm shot. Do you want to resist that? I'm trying to figure out. Hold on a second. Let me look at the character sheet. You would resist with your prowess. Punch the bullet. Be like Emran. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you've yes. got two in prowess, so it's it's uh, it's not bad. Okay. Yes. Uh, CD has a flashback as the bullet is moving towards the let me roll that prowess now now if you're having a flashback you might be able to declare something that could help you here like are you wearing armor maybe yeah um cd flashes back to earlier this morning or whatever sort of thing before the uh mission started when they were back in the their horde room specifically their quarters not any other place and they're holding a talisman of a sort or another word you may say is like a, a reliquary or a necklace with and when I say reliquary, I mean because there is a piece of a bone fragment in there and they were holding it and they had put it on under their clothes in the simulation, but also on under like concealed in their robot body and then had put on armor to remember the person to whom that bone belonged to follow their quote unquote advice. Hmm. So you're declaring that you have armor. I'm declaring that CD has armor because of a of a reliquary. Yes, because of well, they put on armor over it because the reliquary reminded them you should put on armor. Okay. So check off armor, that's two boxes, which will leave you with one more load. Yeah. Do you want to use that armor in place of doing a resistance roll? Yes. Okay. So in this case, you spend the armor and the bullet glances off of it, but that armor is now damaged in some way. What happens to it that renders it unusable? Well, um, as CD is singing, the bullet kind of goes straight into the chest. Like I said, the area um, above where slip would be in their arms, um, kind of right around the collarbone. And um, it really kind of hits them in like the armor, like neck area where it's another like the armor at this point. It's not their normal necklace. It's like part of the armor to look like their necklace. Okay. and as it blasts into it the like pieces of it kind of like it, it hit right where it comes together so they kind of like break apart and the pieces kind of fall on to slip a little bit and clatter to the ground some of them and, well some of them clatter to the ground some of them clatter on to slip and then uh cd continues with another verse of the song okay if i die <laughs> So, uh, Augustus, while this is going on, you said you were cowering on a different side of the bar. Remember, you're pushed to talk. Yep. Uh, I think I <laughs> cowered behind the main counter, so they might even be there behind me. Okay. You are cowering behind the main counter, and uh, you hear the meaty thuds of a fist fight taking place just on the other side of the counter. One of the uh, workers that was in the bar is uh, has tackled the other um, hull patrol officer, the other one that had a truncheon, and is uh, there punching each other just back and forth in the face. Like, just punch, pause, punch, pause, punch, pause. It's not a very good fight. It's um, wouldn't make for good television, but it, it's happening right there. And as that is happening, there is a groan as the wood of the bar starts to splinter in front of you because they keep smashing into it as they're punching each other. Uh, you are in danger of taking the level one harm splinter. Oh, no. Nope, my mortal enemy. <laughs> if you'd like to resist that, that will be a prowess resist. I have. Yeah, I have no prowess. This isn't the kind of splinter that will give you superpowers. Not quite. Uh, you can still resist with prowess. It's just roll two, take the lowest as usual. 
Uh, or if you are right next to these two, perhaps one of them can resist on your behalf. Not this time. If you can tell me how that would happen. Though I believe that the two of them are a little bit tied up. (laughs) Slip just gets perforated and I trauma out. I mean, in this case, it would not be the worst thing. So I'll try to resist and see how that goes. Okay. Edie is performing an operatic display right now. No. Unfortunate. (laughs) Feast and famine. (laughs) Okay. Uh, You can also roll your resistance from your character sheet by clicking on the name of the attribute. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why don't we do that instead and see what happens there? Just click on the word prowess. Okay. It's the same. Okay, Uh, so you suffer five stress, but uh, you do not take a splinter, as I guess you... How do you you avoid this? I think I'm just wearing a lot of clothes. Okay, so the splinters, uh, you know, fly off the bar, the debris does, but uh, they get tangled in the uh, cloth of your your outfit instead of getting tangled in the flesh of your body. Okay, do the three of you want to get out of here, or do you want me to keep doing mean things to you? I'd actually like to bounce if that's all right with you, Matt. Yeah, so... C- yeah, just say you're doing the thing. <laughs> yeah, so CD is like, now has slip in their arms and is like, running out. Yeah, I just leave. I let CD okay. carry my limp body to safety. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like uh, the three of you, to get out of here, you're going to need to scramble or skulk, depending on if you want to sneak out or you just want to get out quick. I mean, it might be easier for them to escape if I cause a diversion. Because at this point, I still look legitimate, and I think I'm just going to freak out and try to have maybe Gun do to escort me out. Okay. So then just uh, Slip and CD need to escape. Yes. Do the two of you want to do a group action, or do you want to... How do you want to do this? I mean, how you doing on stress, my friend? Oh, uh, let me double check about that stress. I think, there's, I think that there is none. Yeah, looks like there's none. So I can... I, I would love if you did that. <laughs> Yeah, I will do it. As CD carries slip, they take the stress. Uh, okay. Are are you trying to hide from the person who is shooting a gun at you, or are you just running like hell? Oh, well, CD ha- is already uh, singing. I don't know if they're going to stop or not. You got to okay. finish this song. That's the rule. It sounds like, <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be scramble then. All yes. right. So, yeah, both of you are going to roll your scramble. You can push yourself uh, for this or get doubles bargains for this. Augustus, you can aid them, but that would require you to take a stress because you're not part of the group action. You can aid the group action. Can I aid even if I have no like point in that skill? Yeah, you're just when you aid, you're just helping. You just tell me how you're helping them scramble out of here. Yeah, I'll help. Because right now the guy, the guy with the gun is shooting at them. So your aid could just be distracting him with your existing plan yeah i'll take the yeah i'll assist i'll take the stress because i'm that's part of my plan anyway okay so you approach the guy with the gun and as that is happening that distraction which we will get to cd and slip are going to roll their each they're both going to roll scramble and cd is leading this action so that means that if there are failures cd will take one stress for each failure but you take the best overall roll for both of you it's just scramble yeah yeah is this risky standard or desperate standard? This is desperate uh, standard. Remember to mark your XP. Yep. For every desperate action, mark experience in that area. So you'll be marking, I guess, prowess experience. <laughs> oh, Keegers. Keegers, no. Uh, Keegers. That was a one. So, <laughs> CD has rolled a one. You put the pressure on me. <laughs> Let's see how Slip does. Do I get bonus die from Augustus? Uh, yeah. Either one of you can use that. Then I will gladly roll it. A uh, quick question: The ex- oh, oh my oh, goodness! Oh no! That's triple ones. <laughs> That's triple ones, everyone. Okay, all the all the dice are ones here, and this is a desperate roll. This beats out that this? Nova roll with the plasma cannon. <laughs> well, folks, thanks for joining us here on Spectres. <laughs> we just get these characters that we've lovingly poured. <laughs> Weeks of uh, attention into have just are just uh, immediately ob- obliterated in a hail of gunfire. Uh, I'll take devil's bargain. <laughs> it's no, too late. You, you don't have to oh. do that because I have a way out of this. I just need to hear the situation first. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, right. You are making your way out, and Augustus, you are attempting to distract the gun uh, officer 
Um, but the gun officer is sort of brushing you off and saying, in a moment, citizen, in a moment, I have to apprehend these criminal scum and is uh, continuing to fire their gun at you as you try to scramble out of here. As CD sings more. Yeah, CD is continuing to sing. Uh, the other officer who was the one who tased Slip before draws their gun and begins firing as well. So, oh, geez. Complication. Okay. In the crossfire of the weapons, the bullets start striking the digital liquor and because this is an action movie, uh, there begin to be explosions because there's a very high proof illegal liquor back here next to you and it explodes. Yeah, it's not even the bullets that get us. Oh, no. <laughs> so uh, it explodes because it's being kept under extremely high pressure and, you know, oh, these things okay. happen. All casked. So the two of you are blasted into and through the wall of the bar. <laughs> You're going to take level three harm, battered and broken. Okay. That's okay. I, Each I of you. That doesn't happen to me. Yeah, you can, you can always attempt to resist these things. Uh, unless it's the result of a devil's bargain. No, but it's not in this case. You see, Matt, I am, a, I am an initiate in the way, and I can just spend it instead. Oh, of yeah. All right. So what does this look oh, like? Oh, wait a second. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Dang it. I should have used my I'm not a doctor ability earlier. So you can spend a gambit instead of paying any stress cost. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's what this is. Yeah, this is harm. But if anyone's yelling me at at me at home that I could have used my starting ability, I'm not a doctor. I'm a blank to use my doctor skill. I'm sorry, I forgot. So your ability there appears to only apply to stress costs. Yeah. I don't know if it applies to resistance resistances. It is just. That is willfully paying stress. This is not willful. Yeah. You could still declare armor, which would help yep. you to an extent. Tell you, uh, yeah, I give myself some blast armor. That's what I do. Okay. So declare that in your load. You've got some blast armor. So that's going to reduce your harm to level one blasted. You can still attempt to resist that if you wish, or you can just take the level one harm. That's all right. I'll be blasted. Okay. So you are blasted. And CD, how about you? Hmm trying to figure this out so i can't make a bargain no that's just for when you're going to roll an action yeah Yeah, right and so i can either take the three harm yeah i'm probably just gonna take three harm so if you take level three arm harm you cannot perform actions anymore oh never mind maybe i will take a gambit then uh you can roll to resist using your prowess Oh. And that would reduce it to at least level two harm, maybe more, depending on the on how we describe things. Just prowess. I can't say a skill under insight, perhaps. Nope. This is just prowess. Nope. Even oh. if I wanted to do, I'm not a doctor. I'm a. This is not an action. I'm, role. I'm a doctor, not a. <laughs> it's a resistance role. Sadly. Yeah, you're just you're resisting a consequence right now. So it's just prowess. It's just prowess. So I will say you're. I'm trying everything here. You're not a doctor, yep. you are a pile of rubble. You are correct. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh, so you only you only take two stress. Okay. Which is good. Although you do also take you do also take two more stress during that group action, so you're up to four stress total. Well, that's better than being completely out for the count. Yeah. Okay. So the two of you are blasted through the wall. <laughs> CD has stopped singing. Session one. Woo! <laughs> So Slip, you have two layers of level one harm there, I believe. And CD, your harm is reduced to uh, level one harm as well. Is it just blasted? Yeah, well, so you both have level one harm blasted, which means you have less effect. There's a gaping hole in the wall of the bar. You have been harmed by your journey through that uh, previously solid structure. And inside, the battle is ongoing. Augustus, you have approached this gunman who uh, is taking a pause from firing after observing that huge explosion. There's a, a slight pause as everybody adjusts to the fact that the wall just blew out before they continue with their fight. So you can take advantage of this moment to try and put your plan into action. Well, hello, hello, you may call me Augustus. I was here on, on an olive branch to try and gentrify this rundown neighborhood when, as you clearly saw, we had a bit of a problem with the Vox Populi. It seems that's been dealt with, but I will require an escort to a uh, <clears throat> more civilized part of the station. 
and I will show them my very legitimate ID. Okay. The man puts his uh, gun down or lowers his gun and gestures with his head to the uh, to the other gunman to go and check out what's happening outside the hole. But uh, he says to you, oh, of course, I'm Lieutenant Leif Paulson with the Hull Patrol. How can I assist you, citizen? You require an escort, you said. Indeed I do, Lieutenant, and thank you ever so much for your timely intervention. Well, I can uh, I can call someone in to take you back to your quarters if you prefer, uh, but we are in the middle of a pursuit at the moment. Well, as you saw, these people have absolutely no qualms against collateral damage, and given that I was an unfortunate witness to this whole thing, well, I don't think I would be able to either wait for an escort or go on my own. And if I have to wait for an escort, well, then you would have to stand here and defend me, and, well, that would set back your pursuit. He frowns, and I think you're going to need to do a roll here. You're, you are fortunately just in a risky situation at the moment, because they don't know that you're uh, a, a vile criminal. I'm, I'm not, though. <laughs> so is this, uh, do you want to do a sway, or is there something else you want to do? Uh, I'm doing a sway, so is this just risky standard? Yeah, risky standard for you. Why? <laughs> All the this rolls is... today. <sighs> This is why we, we suggest things like pushing yourself and using gambits and all that. I'm, I'm so stressed out, though. I don't know if I can do a gambit. Mm. Uh, you can always use a gambit until you run out of gambits. You've got two. Oh, we start your, off with two? Squad. I thought we had to g- gain those. No, you start with two at the beginning of every session. Oh. Uh, unfortunately, you've rolled a three here. So, okay. So the officer says, you'll just need to wait. Uh, you'll need to wait a few minutes while we continue this pursuit, but I have logged your ID uh, and your location, and I have called for a car to come and get you. Um, Augustus, and they've scanned your ID. So please just wait here until your escort arrives. So you have been, your presence here has been logged in the system. So it is now known that you were here. That is the consequence that you have for not succeeding in that role. Okay, outside. This is perfect. They'll think that we're dead. As, as Slip is crawling to the back door. What back door? Like, we crashed through a Are wall. Are you going back into the bar? Oh, yeah. no, we're outside the bar. I was, I was. Yeah. Oh, then in yeah. that case, I just skedaddle. Okay. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're in an alleyway out there. Yeah, I think, do you want to skedaddle quietly or are you just running? Like, are you going to skulk or are you going to, are you going to uh, scramble here to get away? Mm-hmm. I'm tired of being shot at, so I want them to think that I'm gone. <laughs> Uh, all right. I think being blown outside has reduced you from desperate back to risky, uh, at least until the gunman makes their makes his way to the opening. So uh, if you want to make your running rolls separately or together, then that'll be risky and standard here. Oh, CD's not carrying slip anymore. Sorry. <laughs> These things happen. We have to we have to carry ourselves sometimes. Okay. So don't forget, you do have gambits available. Yeah, I'm just going to eat one of those guys. Uh, yeah, same. Just going to... Okay, both of them. Bye. Good yeah, luck, Velvet. <laughs> we love you. <laughs> <laughs> We're not good people this season. I wrote the same thing. <laughs> no. Sorry. Oh, I have life to roll is, now, too. Life is unfair. And this is this is Skulk. But you know yeah. what? If I use a Gamba, I, I, I could also use a starting ability. Yeah. Mm. Clusters, you know, pushing yourself or devil's bargain. Yes. There are many things. There are many things. Just like real life, I should have gone to the devil. <laughs> it's just, this is just a four tick clock. That's all it is. No, I want, we are going to die session one. I don't care what you've planned. <laughs> Nobody this has is, succeeded at anything. This is we my plan. Characters. <laughs> I succeeded in getting us in trouble. Yeah, oh, you gosh. did. That's true. You did cause a bar fight that and got a, people and shot. robbing a man who was yes, dead. you did. But then it would be all the character artwork down the drain. <laughs> we could just recolor them. <laughs> yeah, just keep in mind that you you can't really die. No. If you take level four harm, you can. Yeah, but you'll respawn because you've got a oh, backup. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Goodness. There will be consequences. But you will respawn. Yeah. Yeah. But what about our friend earlier? Um, they will probably respawn as well. Probably should have asked right now about they're that dead. instead of making assumptions like I did. <laughs> yes. You know, they, they will respawn at some point, but they are currently dead. And 
when they respawn, they will be in the custody of, you know, the SFS. So, mm. uh, so what are you going to do, CD? You need to roll your part of this group action here. Yeah, your well, I will, I will use the gambit. Okay. Uh, my gambit. Okay. So that gives me an extra die, correct? Yes, it does. Yeah. And you can still push yourself or get a double sparkin in addition to that to get mm-hmm. another extra die. Yeah. Well, I only have four stress right now, so why not yeah. push myself? Okay. So my position is now controlled or risky. I forgot what you still said. Risky. Still risky. Still risky. Now it's standard, though, because we are. Mm-hmm. And with that, I get a bonus die, or two bonus die, right? Are you, You're pushing yourself, right? Yeah, so I two bonus die. Myself. Yep. And then I add an extra stress in a second? You add two stress to push yourself. Okay, thank you. Now submit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's worse. We're going to spend the rest of this season just Why? in prison. <laughs> a two, a one, and another one. And I swear this is not like me accidentally putting in values that wasn't there. No, that's you just that's that. what was rolled. That's what happened. This is punishment for my good roll, my good run of the dice earlier. This is... I don't know. I don't know. I think I think this this roll twenty game might be haunted. <laughs> well, you need I'm inspectors. A, I most certainly am haunted. <laughs> we shouldn't have called it specters. Nope. Okay. We angered the gods. CD, you do take two more stress because you both failed that roll. Oh. Which leaves you with one stress before you suffer a trauma and disappear for a while. Aww. Okay. So. You, the two of you start uh, sneaking down this alleyway, aiming to, you know, uh, disappear from the situation. And you do that. You, you manage it. You escape from the gunfight. Congratulations. As you are moving down the alleyway, however, you find that uh, your escape is somewhat short-lived. Because as you turn a corner there, standing in front of you, and holding a ridiculous assault rifle that has two barrels and pouches strapped to it for some inexplicable reason is Whiskey Tango. No. Ugh, I hate this guy. Whiskey Tango from the Sun Secret Police section blue uh. is also wearing a, uh, a helmet that covers half of their face with a black visor, and they've got uh, red, white, and black, primarily red and black armor with a sort of a stripy flag type thing going on, big star on their chest, lots and lots of pouches. And they look up, and it's difficult to tell from just the square jaw and grim expression that they always have on their face, but... You could swear that they are surprised to see you. They say, you again. Whiskey. What? Uh, And they raise their rifle. You should run. 